Hello, and welcome to the Special Needs Sibling Podcast, where we talk about what life is really like as a sibling to someone with special needs. I'm your host, Charlene, and today, this is part two of Susan's episode. To hear part one of Susan's story, where we talk more specifics about her brother's disabilities and other fun stories, check out the previous episode, episode 22A. Here's the rest of our conversation. We'll talk. Can we talk about caregivers? Yes. We talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's why I just leave it open. I I tell everyone, like every every new sibling I ever meet that I like invite, that that, you know, wants to be on the show that I invite or whatever, I always just say the only requirement is that you have to actually be a sibling to someone with a disability. Otherwise, I, I like have very, very almost no rules about it. Other right. than that, but yeah, but yeah, so whatever you, yeah, so, thinking, let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> well, I know the, the, um, I think it was Cheryl was talking about some of the paperwork, yes. you know, in yeah. trying to get some of these services. Yeah. Some paperwork is easy. Some, it, it, it's easier to pull a tooth out without Novocaine than <laughs> to get some of these services. Okay. Oh my God. So some services I was able to get easily after my brother had a stroke. Oh, not because of his cognitive disability. That's a okay. Yeah, that was like a whole thing. And I wanted in Pennsylvania, you know, there's a couple different routes you can go. You can go okay. a waiver program or you can go the Office of Intellectual and Cognitive Dis- Disabilities. Okay. And he was already accepted through the waiver program because of his stroke. I wanted him also accepted through the Office of Intellectual Disability. Which would make sense because he would have qualified for that like yeah, centuries ago at this point. Yeah. And, you know, whatever, whoever can do the most for him, like I'm good with that, but I want him accepted into both, yeah. especially because the Office of Intellectual Disabilities could possibly kick in when he gets to a point that I can't take care of him anymore. I see. You know, yeah. and it, it because his health is getting worse every year, you never know when that's going to kick in. Yeah. Well, anyway, I apply for it and they tell me no. So they needed certain paperwork and I had all the paperwork. They needed his most uh, recent. His well, like, last... What paperwork would you not have that they would <laughs> need? So I was able to get his last IEP from high school and his last. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It helps okay. that I, I work at the district where we all oh, okay. I literally, I, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, I don't even know where I would How go to that? even try to pull. I mean, I know where she went to high school, but like, that's well, like a. This is where it helps being a high school special ed teacher. Okay. <laughs> no. And it helps being in the district where y'all went. Right. It yeah. That's, you know, much people. And that, the, there's a, there's a, you went through the first wall, which is right. that. <laughs> so one of the things that, you know, we really focus on in Pennsylvania and other states may do it too, but I can only speak for Pennsylvania. Yes. After, if you have an IEP and after the age of 14, they really focus on transition, which is basically getting oh, you ready for right. life after high school. Yes. They really focus on that. And, um, I have always been a big advocate into that, especially from my time as a job coach, my time doing in-home supports where I would help people with disabilities who did live independently, but maybe needed help learning how to do laundry or balance their bills or maybe their disabilities were, you know, pretty, pretty good where they could still do something. Yeah. They had to like learn certain like nuances, social graces, like motor skills. But after that, like they're okay. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. So, you know, I've always been a big advocate ever since I started becoming a teacher into that stuff because I've seen what it looks like after high school when it's not done right and Mm. what it can do for people with disabilities that where they don't have certain freedoms because that part wasn't done right. Ah, okay, okay, got it. So, um, anyway, because I was always a big proponent into it, I knew a lot about it. Okay. And one of the things that comes in with that transition planning when they're in their junior and senior year of high school is if they have a cognitive disability, according to their IEP, is the Office of Intellectual Disabilities. (laughs) So I know that there's three pieces of criteria that you have to have in order to get approved for their services. Okay. I know because I've worked in it. Yeah. I've had students go into it where I've helped the parents do the paperwork. I've helped them you, do it. You basically but, have done it, just not for it. your brother, but you've basically right. done the paperwork multiple times. Right. So now it's time for me to do it for my brother. And the first time they tell me now, no, you're wrong. I, I literally wrote them back and I was like, you're wrong. <laughs> no, my brother should be approved. Yeah. So I write back another letter. This time I send back another copy of his IEP and reval the same one I sent before, but this time I highlighted and put like contents on the first page and put the page numbers that they need to pay attention to because that's where his three pieces are Yeah. in the IEP and in the reval. So the second time they call me and they're like, no. (laughs) And they sent me a letter too, but I was like, I request a meeting. Okay, so they call me and they're literally trying to talk above my head, which they don't know is not above my head because I'm a special ed teacher. So I understand everything that they're talking about. Oh, that's they're so trying funny. to use all the buzzwords like in the education field of, well, it doesn't have this and he should have this and he should have that. I was like, well, that's what that means. And that's what this means. Oh, I see. And I'm like going on and I'm like, just because it's not the same wording doesn't mean it's not the same thing. Yeah. You know, um, they were saying like his IQ is too high. I'm like, it's 52. That's before <laughs> this stroke. You wanted proof. And one of the things is they want proof that a significant disability that is within a standard deviation of 70 and below before the age of five or 21, they wanted proof that the disability happened before that. Bang, I got you proof. Yeah, you have, yeah. I have the proof. So they're trying to tell me no. And I'm like, no, no. And I'm going through page by page, like going over it with them. And I'm like, how are you telling me no to this? And then we get off the phone because that was not a good meeting. I was not a nice person. And they send me another letter basically telling me no. And this time they say, if you don't like it, you can contact the court system and take us to court because he does not qualify. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to court. Okay, so this time I write back and explain all the areas where he does meet the criteria and then ask for a court date. And I also added, I'm not just going to take him for a psychological eval, but I'm going to take him for a neuropsych eval, which is different than a regular psych eval. You know, it's a different type of doctor that does it. Oh, versus sure. like a school psychologist or a regular psychologist that oh, yeah. does, you know, an evaluation. So you now you're going to a neuropsych eval. They cost more. It's you know different education background on that person that does it. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take him to that. And when you find that he does qualify and did qualify from the get go, you're going to pay for that neuropsych eval. Yeah. What I put in the letter, and then I asked for my court date. Yeah. I made the appointment with the neuropsych eval. Oh, I also put in the letter how unfair it is 
to subject my brother to eight hours of testing because someone over there isn't doing their job. Yeah. I put that in there too. I was not nice about it. Right. So I made the appointment, wrote the letter back, requested the court date. I'm literally on the way with Georgie in the car to this neuropsych eval when I get a phone call that magically he's approved. Oh my gosh. Huh. And when I was going to one of my, I had a conference or transition conference or something like that I was supposed to go to in the city. And as big as this, as the city of Philadelphia is, it's not that big when you start to specialize in things like transition, OVR, you know, office of vocational rehabilitation, office of intellectual disabilities. Everybody kind of knows everybody. And especially when you've been in the career for a while, they know your name or they've heard of you. Yeah. So I start talking to people trying to get the, why was he not approved? What was going on? Give me advice. Like, what do I do? And they were like, when you asked for the court date, that was like the buzzword to get him approved because they will purposely keep telling you no in hopes that you'll just give up. What? And I'm like, that's crappy. I said, because if a typical parent or somebody with that doesn't have my background does that, they would have given up. If my mom did it, she would have given up because they didn't know. They I didn't know what they didn't understand know. Understand the logic. I know. Of I know. I don't what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So, you know, okay. I was able to get him approved. So he is he does currently get both. He only uses the waiver. So I just keep the other one open but, for if there's something I, the waiver doesn't cover that the other one does. I, but I fought for it. I, how long was that period of time? Like, roughly? Uh, about a year. Oh my gosh. About a year. Probably shaved, like, ten years off of the <laughs> like your life or something. <laughs> Maybe not that much, but it's just, that's such a brutal, like, it's oh, so unnecessary to be that mean. Like, for them that, to be that mean. That's just the beginning. So I said before, let's talk about caretakers. So then you get, you have access, if you have the waiver program and in some parts of the intellectual disabilities office, you can get a in-home support person that will come into your home and help you with taking care. And it could be help you shower, help you, or just take them out and go do stuff. Whatever you need them to do. Whatever you need them to do. I did it when I was in college and I, I worked with a family where I helped them shower their daughter and that was it. That was all my job that I would do that. Um, I had another family that I worked with for a few years, I would say two or my last two or three years of college, um, where my job was to take them out and go have fun. Oh, (laughs) and it was so great. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, where we would go out and we would go to the mall, we would go to the zoo, we would go yeah, to the like activity. We went to Atlantic City and mom what? gave us four rolls of quarters. She's like, Teach them how to use the slot machines, go for it. And I'm like, All right. Oh I'm man. In. You know, so it varies. So the caretakers I wanted, the in home supports that I wanted, was to take Georgie out to go have some fun and to be here when I'm at work and or give me a break one or two days a week okay. like at night or on the weekend okay? okay yeah um so a lot of the agencies convince families to think that you have to take the first person they give they convince you to think that so they'll be like oh yeah we got somebody for you they'll be there they'll start monday at 4 okay and that's it no no if you are in charge 
of having to get a caretaker for your sibling, or if you're a parent and you're listening to this just for information, you do not have to do that. You do not have to take the person that they give you. I personally knew that because of my background yeah, where yeah. I would say, uh, uh, no, it's just a meet and greet. I would like to meet them. Matter of fact, why don't you set up three of them so I can oh, meet and greet yeah, me multiple. and let's decide who's the best fit for my brother. Yeah. Okay. So I would go through this every time, like before we found Asia, it was almost two years of going through people. What? Two I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. I probably went through 17, 18 people and fired them all. I don't... Oh my God. For various reasons. Some would hang out with their friends, make plans with their friends, and bring my brother with them. Before what? I knew them, I don't know your friends. Like, no. no. Now, if Asia, first of all, let me asterisk this. If Asia did that, that's okay, because I trust her. But I feel, it, it, well, yeah, it, after like seven years of working yeah. with someone, like, yeah, that's a, yeah. But they would do it, and they would, it might be their first or second time out with them. You yeah, know? like, maybe yeah, that's not the time well. you do that. Yeah, maybe they interviewed well, so I'm like, all right, let's, let's do a time or two and see how this goes. Um, then there would be people that would come in for the interview that just, I don't know if they just didn't know how to interview or what the deal was. I had one woman show up on the phone. She was on the phone and you, you know how like on the iPhone, like that's not Georgie. That was someone else oh, okay. up here. Like has the green. Yes. Right. It was on. She was on the phone with somebody. And I'm like, um, <laughs> this is like you might want to get off the phone because we're going to talk about like private medical information, things like that. Um, okay, I know. And then she's still talking to the other person as she's like coming in. And I'm like, are you talking to me? No, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> you, just go. you just go. I've had people show up. Great personalities, you know, because Georgie likes upbeat, bubbly people. Yes. Um, he strikes me as someone, yeah, I feel yeah, like I would get along with him pretty well. Like, just. <laughs> yes, he would. He would love you. And this one chick, I let, sometimes like, you just let people talk. Yes. And you'll never, you never know what kind of information you're going to find out. Yes. And this one chick kept going and she started talking about how she just moved to the area from New York okay. and has had a lot of car accidents since she moved here. Well, and you won't let you and let my brother in the car with you out <laughs> like you're done you know so how does, things how does that even come oh that because they're like... driving with him yeah it, it's a whole thing so then there's the ones that made it past the first round as i like to call it okay and georgie will come in and i'll be like so how was it and i try not to ask leading questions like i'm that typical teacher where if I'm trying to get information from a kid, I don't want to ask leading questions. I want them to give me the information. Yeah, like it, like yeah, because it's kind of like you'll ask certain things, and then like you, then you know that like they're gonna ch make their choices to whether they're gonna yeah. tell you what they're yes. what you want them to tell you or other things. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Okay. So he'll be like, I didn't like it. Well, why? Well, she had people in the car, or you know, her friends were at the restaurant when we got there. Was another one. Um, another one, she kept yelling at me because I couldn't walk straight. What? I just told you. What he kind has of? A, he has a tumor on, like, the part of your brain I... that controls coordination. But, like. You can't walk straight. Well, I would just love to know if her friends can walk straight. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you can't. 
That's such a random thing. Like, like the friends thing I get, the car like I'll like everything else I'm like, okay, people are strange, but I'm like, you can't walk straight. Like that's not Hi, that's part of his disability. That's why you're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's been people like that and there's been a couple times, like maybe two or three times where Asia had to leave. Like she had to take a leave of absence for a little while. Okay. Um, like she had a baby, you know, like different. Oh yeah, just regular, regular normal people things. Yeah. And at one point, she left, and she found a better paying job, and the company wasn't willing to give her more. And I wish to God they would, because if it wasn't for people that do this job, like what Asia does. Okay. I don't know if I would be able to work, and then I would have to make the choice of putting my brother in a home. Or not working and I can't afford not to work so guess what that choice would be and they deserve to make that much money you know at least a livable wage yeah livable yeah yeah I would advocate for Asia every chance I got but it got to a point where she found another job that was just gonna pay her a lot more and I respect that I love Asia I want the best for her and her daughter honestly even aside from my brother I get it I was not mad at her Georgie was really heartbroken though so yeah. we had to start the search again. Oh my gosh! Right? Yeah, like we're at... and the and the agency themselves. I'm sure they're rolling their eyes too because they know how I am because yeah. I don't play. Like, don't send me your worst person. Don't send me someone that I can't count on. Don't send me someone who's you know late all the time or you know anything along those lines because I'll tell them I'll say if I tell my brother that person's supposed to be here at twelve. Guess what he's doing at the window at 12? Yeah. He's waiting. He's looking. You know, like you you can't be late. You're at work. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, we Asia leaves. We're we're in the market now. We're we're looking for somebody else. And I find this one chick who was the lesser of the other evils. Okay. Yeah. Because you can only take, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you gotta lower your standards. Like you just don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not that because we want. It's just you can't. Like you can't afford yeah. to just. Yeah. Okay. Right. So lesser, so, the least of the evils, kind of at that point in time. Yeah. And in the time that I found this one chick, I was getting ready to go away for a weekend, so she was going to be doing respite, and I specifically told her, like, you are working eight a.m. to ten p.m. Okay. Okay. You are with him all day. If you need to leave for an hour or two during the day, that's fine. Let me know so I can check in on him. But I can understand you want to take maybe a two-hour break. I get that. Go for it. You know, I'm understanding. And she calls me a little while later, maybe 8 o'clock at night. And she's like, hey, can I just leave? Because um, my boyfriend and I want to go food shopping. What? Did you really just? Is it? Am I being punked? I'm a thousand miles away and you are calling me asking me that I'm a thousand miles away I was pissed so I told her no let her finish out the weekend I got home and I fired her I was like I don't need that kind of worry when I'm a thousand miles away that you just gave me when I specifically gave you hours of what to do like over your head you put food shopping at nine o'clock at night in priority to my brother while you're at work no that's not okay so she gets fired another one comes in i don't remember why i fired her like i think it was she um kept being late and then you know wouldn't do some of the stuff that georgie wanted like 
he would want to go get pizza or he would want to go to Burger King. He wants to listen to certain things on the radio. You're getting paid. Yes, you're going to listen on the radio to what Georgie wants. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's why you're doing your job currently. Like exactly like that's your job (laughs) it's not go to xyz restaurant when georgie has specifically said he wants to go to burger king or go get pizza no your job is to do what he wants yeah so in comes the next chick all right and we had this chick for about a year oh okay about a year yeah better better but there were still little flags in there that i i just don't think she knew any better i don't think there was malice in what she was doing okay but i just don't think she was too with it like one time she called me and she asked me if she could be late because she wants to go get her nails done (laughs) i'm not lying like i when i tell you these stories these oh no i i it's just kind of like like, you would think that you would run out like i i'm thinking you would run out of versions of what of things but you you, no. you just don't so it's like it's like no. the mary poppins bag of like it really you know. is it really is so i'm like you are supposed to be here let's say it was 12 o'clock that's your time like you have to prioritize and do your nails outside of work right so you should be here at 12 yeah people would even tell me that and then another time she wanted to call out for three days in a row because she was so upset now she found out her friend had cancer. Okay. Understandably, you're upset. That, okay? Yeah. Okay. Understandably. I get the first day. I'll even be understanding to the first day, but three, three days in a row. I'm sorry. Am I being, am I the, being the Karen there with that one? I don't know. Uh, three. I thought that was a little much. I didn't let her go though. I, I was like, all right. Okay. okay. I, I don't, yeah. Gonna... I don't know that, that I feel like could swing either way, depending on like, when if I had met her and they could feel it out, I could probably tell you. But I, off of you just telling me, I don't know. But like, I don't, yeah, that one. I don't Another know. time, it was, I had asked her to take Georgie to go get a COVID test. Georgie has ear, nose, and throat issues where he const- his nose constantly runs when he eats. So he constantly will cough Interesting. on it. Okay. okay? sure just that's thing. just part of yeah that's just part it's of his like daily whatever like you're yeah. gonna i would i would know that probably within the hour of like being with him or yeah. something like that yeah exactly. that's just part of the thing yeah so the sniffling you know he doesn't he still doesn't understand how to blow his nose right so he's constantly sniffling you constantly have to remind him to blow through his nose not his mouth right and yeah, sure. you know do this sort of thing yes so anyway but the cough started to sound a little different than it was normally oh okay but he has had like tracheal problems before. So I, I really thought it had something to do with that because he really hadn't been around anyone other than the caretaker and me and my boyfriend to get COVID, yeah. you know? Like, so like really you don't even know he, how he, he would have gotten would it be. just based on who's in your house. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But the doctor wanted, before they did any further testing, to go get him a COVID test, okay? So the doctor sure. calls me. I'm at work. Doctor tells me. I'm like, okay, that's no problem. I'll send his in-home support person to go take him because that's part of her job. I call her up and I tell her, there's a place five minutes from my house. You literally drive up. You don't even have to get out of the car. They stick the swab in the nose and they'll yeah. text me the results. Give them my phone number. That's it. You don't even have to pay for it. Like, that's it. Oh, no. I better tell my supervisor that Georgie has COVID and she lost it. You're, you're being a little extra. I'm telling you. <laughs> Like, it's not, but okay. 
either way, if you're telling your supervisor, this is what you think you, I can't stop you. <laughs> isn't it part of your job to take him? She actually had the tenacity to say to me, why don't you take off of work and do it? Uh, what? I, because. Do you, do we want to talk about how many days I've taken off this year to take him to do stuff? Don't go there with me, girlfriend. I was like, but this is your job. Okay. So I knew like I was done with her. Like I, I, yeah, I at that point, yeah, you know, I, and she just didn't even understand. And I wanted to wait because I think this was like March or April and I knew the school year was coming to an end and I wanted to wait until summer to go through the shopping process of finding someone else. Yeah. Okay. Because I wanted to wait till summer because then I knew I was home. I had more time for this shopping process. I didn't have to pick the lesser of two evils, you know? Yeah. So anyway, we're now like a month before school lets out for the year. And she, Georgie comes home one day, they were out somewhere and Georgie comes home and he is not happy. Like he is just sad and he's not saying anything. He won't talk. And I finally am like, what's wrong, dude? Did something happen? And he was like, well, kind of. And I'm like, well, what happened? And he goes, she had people in the car. What? Now. Yeah, it's been a year, but I still don't trust her. Like, she's not Asia level. Okay. And she didn't even give me the heads up that she was having people in the car. Right. Why would you have people in the car? I'm not happy about this. Whether it was one or five, I don't give a crap. I'm not happy about this because I don't know them. And frankly, I don't have the same trust in her to right. make good decisions, to yeah. be protective. She hasn't her. had the best track record up to that point. Right. Anyway, right? So you right. Already, you're already skeptical. It's not... She's not helping herself by doing yes. whatever she's doing. Yes. Right. Okay. So Georgie tells me that and I call her and I'm very calm with her on the phone. I go, Georgie just told me that you had people in the car. I had my granddaughter, my 14 year old granddaughter in the car. I go, okay, well, he's, he's not comfortable with that. So I was getting ready to say, just don't do it again. Cause again, I still have another month till school ends. So I'm not going to fire her right away, but I was getting ready to, to finish that sentence with, just don't do it again because he's really uncomfortable by it. And she starts yelling at me. I was going to call you and tell you. And da, 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 da. And she starts going off and she starts yelling at me. Be yelling. Because like, you brought it up? Like you didn't, I, you, at that point you hadn't said covered, anything. And because I'm, I'm alluding to the fact that it's not okay. Oh. And if my 14 year old granddaughter, I can have her in the car. N no, you can't. Well, geographically, I'd have to go from point A to C instead of A to B to C, blah, blah, blah. It was easier for me to just pick her up. And I'm off my shift anyway. No, you're not. You're here till like four o'clock and it was like three o'clock. Like she had so many hours to put in that day and she didn't put in all the hours yet. So I was like, you're not off the clock yet. Um, I'm like, no, absolutely not. And she's still yelling at me why I'm trying. I'm like, are you going to listen to what I'm trying to say to you? Or are you going to keep yelling at me? She kept yelling. I hung up, hung up on her. Five minutes later, she calls me back and I'm like, all I'm going to tell you is that's not okay. You are not to ever have people in the car while yeah. you're working with Georgie or meet your friends out at a restaurant. I'm not saying you did that, but I'm just letting you know that's not okay. Yeah. You know, that I, I didn't want to say I don't trust you like that yet, but you know, basically. But yeah, but you can be only as polite, but you have to draw a line somewhere. And yeah, yeah, there's all these things. Right, okay. Right. So I'm like, she starts going again and she starts yelling at me, yelling. 
I hang up on her again. I call the agency. I was like, she's gone. She's fired. Yeah. I'll I'll figure out some way. Like I'll come home at my prep and come home at lunch. Like I'll I'll figure, figure something out. And you know, because I'm like, it's only two days a week because the cognitive therapist is there three days a week. And, oh, okay, yeah. So you're not you know, you're not you're not having to do it every day. You only have to do it for like thirty days. It's like not. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm yeah. like okay. And I'm like, it's not okay. It, it you know, and I tell the supervisor that I'm talking to. You know, she like it's like she doesn't understand like professional etiquette you don't yell at your boss and in all essence i'm your boss i'm yeah. the one that decides whether you come or stay yeah. you know or stay or go i should say yeah so anyway she fires her or i don't know if she still works for the company or, or anything, whatever but... well she doesn't work for you anymore so she's yeah, gone at least from your me. life yeah okay so two days late you know she knows we need to go through this whole process again i need to get somebody in as soon as possible because i have two days where georgie's alone blah 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 the day after my cognitive therapist tells us that she's going on vacation for a month. Oh what? no. Really? Really? Oh. So I call her agency, which is a different agency. And they're like, we're trying to find somebody, you know, to sub for her, blah, blah, blah. Oh we're not gosh. sure if we can find somebody. Oh crap. And I only need it for a month. Cause it's like a month until school lets out. And I'm like, at least a month because the cognitive therapist will be back and that gives me time to find someone else. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. I know I now. Yeah. I would, be, I would be crying at that point, personally. I was so frustrated and yeah. I was so upset. So the cognitive therapist agency is like, we found a person that could do one day a week and maybe one of the weeks she could do two. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's at least one day off my list. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Well, my original in-home support agency decides to reach out to Asia to see if she's willing to do it for a month. Oh. And I'm like, offer her money. Give her more. <laughs> like, do what you got to do. So she, I guess she does offer Asia more money. And Asia's like, yeah, I'll step in for the month, you know? And I'm like, oh my god this is so awesome like georgie's gonna be beside himself yeah like you yeah you you yeah like every burden in the world must have been lifted from your shoulders once that happened like i i could see the sun like coming out of this story i didn't even tell georgie i just let asia (laughs) it was great he said asia said she goes it was so much fun because he was not expecting me and the look on his face was like like it took a minute to process and then realize it was asia because he hadn't yeah. seen her in a year. Oh, for a li- yeah, for a little bit. Oh, my God. You know, he was so excited. Aww. So um, then we go on our cruise. And we come back from the cruise. And Asia's like, you know what? Since it's only like two days, she goes, and I'll do a Saturday like here and there. Not all the time. Um, but if it's only going to be like Mondays and Fridays, she's like, I'll stay on. <gasps> Yay! You know, like whatever it takes. Yeah. We currently have Asia back. We currently have her back. <laughs> yeah. So that's like a huge thing. And it was it's so weird because you don't realize how much someone in that position becomes part of your family, like becomes part of your integral caretaking needs yeah. until they're gone. And it's not like I never appreciated Asia. Oh, believe me, I did. Like I would give her cash bonuses at Christmas and her birthday and yeah. like, like that to just show appreciation to kind of and I don't mean this to be mean, but I do what I can to make it hard for her to leave. Yeah. 
<laughs> like I love it there so much I just don't want to leave yeah. you know when she's like hey can I switch my hours blah 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 I got something yeah go ahead like, yeah, like, do whatever you want it's okay <laughs> whatever you want bring your daughter to work yeah you know? exactly <laughs> because Georgie was with her all through the pregnancy and when her daughter was first born and when she first came back to work and her baby was only like a few weeks old I would let her bring her baby because Georgie loved it. He was like, Asia's baby. It's like my niece, you know, and Aww. he was very excited. About it. So yeah. I would let Asia bring her baby to work. And like, I, like I said, I did what I could to make it hard for her to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing your kid to work is like, I, a whole yeah. Well, I hope so, she feels loved and appreciated by you. Cause I mean, clearly like, <laughs> she, does, she does. So like Asia could and has like, brought my brother to like her family barbecues like you know oh, out with her friends like Georgie knows some of her friends and they have such a good time together Aww. but I also trust Asia to not only take care of him and prioritize like his absolute needs but I've also seen Asia do it like I remember one time me it was me my boyfriend Georgie and Asia went to the um, art museum in okay. Philly sure and Asia was behind me and there was a guy, a security guy staring at my brother because I told you, you can tell, Yeah, you know, because of the bumps, like everything. And the dude is staring at him. Well, I've never taken kindly to this. So I'm staring back at him and I didn't realize Asia was behind me doing the same thing. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. And I'm like staring at him at the same exact time. Asia and I both open up our mouths with, you got a problem. Uh, it was in unison like unplanned and i'm like look at like we got each other's back and she yeah. turns around to my and she's like you're gonna bail us out of jail right because you might need to and we're done with this dude and taught the guy a lesson but it also shows me where asia's heart is this yeah. isn't about money she's a good person and that's what you need and that's why i depend on her so much so even when you bring your sibling into the home and you're like oh they're saying we can get caregivers and we have all these hours <laughs> that we could do and, and blah 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 yeah yeah it sounds good on paper oh. but the actual application of finding one is a whole different story so yeah. i also have cameras in my house for when georgie's alone that i can tune in and see what's going on and I don't watch them anymore for Asia. Like for Asia, they're not even plugged in. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not that's um, not the concern of your of your livelihood. Yeah, any, yeah. yeah those are not even plugged in. I don't even check because I know she's good. But prior, like when there would be new ones, or I was trying them for once, and I'm at work, I want to be able to rewind or tune in live and see what's going on. Yeah. And then there's times where Georgie, I love my brother, but my brother will lie. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's they're so also they're also like I mean I if my sister could talk in a in like a complete sentence in a where she could lie, I'm pretty sure she would have done it by now. Like a yeah. lot. She yeah. just yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> so it can sometimes can help the caregiver when Georgie's like, they were mean to me and blah 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 blah. And I try to get out of him why and he won't tell me why, which usually is my first indicator that he's lying because he won't be specific about what he's telling me. Oh, and then when I'll go to the caregiver and be like, what was Georgie upset about? Oh, because I wouldn't let him have a king size Kit Kat today. Oh, oh. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then I can tune into the camera and I can see she's telling me the truth and Georgie's not. Yeah. But there are times where Georgie isn't lying and that does happen. 
you know, where I can still see what's going on. So, you know, the spyware, whatever you want to call it, is important. It's really crucial to be able to see what's going on when you can't live or you can't rewind it, anything along those lines. You know, the one I complained about that yelled at me, Georgia used to complain about her um, taking his wallet when they would go out and nobody's ever done that. And I couldn't understand why would she take his wallet? Yeah, I didn't understand it. And one day I tuned in on the cameras and Georgie had his wallet out while he's like sitting like, in the living room. In the house, right? Like, in the house, just, okay. wallet and he's taking all the money out and he's trying to count it. You know, he can't, like he can, but he can't. Like if, it, if the number gets too high, he can't. Then it gets, a, yeah, it's more of a struggle. Yeah. So he's looking at it and try, and you can see him sitting there staring at it, like trying to figure out how much it is. And um, she comes up and I'm trying hard not to say her name and not slip and say her name. And I see her come up and go, you know, Georgie, this is what we're talking about. Remember when we're in the store, we don't do this with our wallet. We don't take it out and count it and show everyone around us our money. That's why I hold your wallet when we're at the store. Oh. Okay. Well, that makes sense. She's not wrong. You know? So I had to give her that one. And Another time, like Georgie complained about her doing that. Um, I gave Georgie a breath of crap. And I'm like, you don't do that. You don't do that. You know? Yeah. And sometimes I have to tell him, like, you don't make lies up about people just because they're getting on your nerves because they didn't put Elvis on. You know? Right. You yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you, you tell the truth, like, when they're doing something that's really bad. Um, but you don't, like, do that. Right. So in that way, the cameras work. You know, I yes. highly recommend it. I don't always tell them that there's cameras when they first come in or they first work here or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't always tell them. So, because I want to see what they're going to do. Yeah. I want to see that their integrity is intact. Yeah. You know, um, but like I said, like even in the beginning, like when Asia first started working with us, I would have people in the community that knew who my brother was and come to me and tell me what they saw. And it was all good stuff all good stuff yeah but i've even gone as far as to stalk the person my brother oh was my gosh you don't know who you can trust some of these people oh, no. yeah them, it's they, just yeah they are not all there you know um because there's very little qualifications for this job so you have to be very careful who you're bringing into your home and you're trusting and who you're trusting to take your sibling out and I am very overprotective of my brother, but at the same time, I also know that my brother can lie. So yeah, I ha- I almost have to, you know, to find out to get to the bottom of whatever's That's going so on. So interesting, yeah, because which, which is an interesting thing, right? Because like my sister wouldn't all all the people that that currently are i mean they're she's not in home like they're not in our home but then she she's in a group home situation right and so mm-hmm. they have rotational so i think my parents are still there two days out of the seven and then she has rotating people for the five so right. the people that i've met they're all great but it's, it's such an interesting thing right because it's like my sister even if some good or bad could not tell me Right, like, right. I'm literally at the mercy of whatever they're going to tell me. And fortunately, because, like, that agency, like, the, the other, the way that her housing is set up is that, like, 
per house, they have one agency. Right, so they have, like, different agencies for everybody. Right. But, like, if they share the same agency, they live in the same house. So the, oh, yeah. the nice thing is, like, okay, there's more than one person involved. So obviously they, there's a different level of, like, um, what's the word? Like... Like it's like if some if something does happen, there's another person, right? right. So like you can like they would have to be like in conspiracy with each other or something for something right. really to like, right? Be bad. Yeah. You know, no, like, I get that. Yeah. Like I can track his phone, so you know I can see where he is and like. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. So I can tell. That's exactly a very handy feature. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. But you know, so sometimes the the caretaking can have a lot involved in it. I couldn't imagine doing this and having a kid or two to take care of on top of it. It's so that's why I, I, you know, if I were to give advice to other siblings who are thinking about it or wanting to bring their sibling in, depending on their level of disability, you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. You know, that's, it's quite a commitment and you don't think past it because, because of love. You know, you don't yeah. think because you're like, it's my, it's my sibling. What, you know, if you're like, oh, you know, he's so lucky to have you. He didn't have a choice. <laughs> like, yeah. if we were born together, you know, like, or by, you know, we're siblings. Like, why would I let him like out of my life? Like, yeah. why? Of course I'm going to do it, you know? Um, so I don't see it that way. So it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's a lot. And yes, that's how I was just going to just say the exact same sentence. I'm like, it's just, it's just it's a lot. lot. Like every person has their own whatever with a bunch of stuff and their sibling and their personal life. But like, no matter what, like no matter which way you cut it, like it's yeah. remember before when you and I were talking I was telling you I was in the middle of going to get guardianship like I have medical and financial oh yes yes I do remember yeah and the only reason I was doing it was to be able to put him on my medical because I'd been told that if I had guardianship papers I could put him on my medical so my niece is a lawyer and thank god she is you know, was able to help me with the paperwork. Yeah, I was like, that is a great benefit that you have. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. And she adores her uncle, and her uncle Aww, adores that's, her. Okay, so, that's even better. You know, yeah, so it's good. Um, So she was helping me with the paperwork, and we were getting ready to pull the last trigger, if you will, before, okay. you know, the court date and everything was set. And so I go to my HR, and I'm like, look, I know we've talked about this before, but I want you to go to the insurance company and make sure. Like, let's... And only because history of taking care of my brother with different paperwork and things like that has taught me to make sure your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. Yeah. Like uh, always, because just because person A tells you something is true does not mean it is. Yeah. <laughs> like I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. So I go to my HR and I'm like, can you please just talk to our insurance company and make sure that this court documentation, that guardianship papers are enough to get him on my insurance. So she's like, okay. So she talks to somebody and the first person tells her yes. And she's like, I just wanted to double check because they said it would go in front of a panel and a panel would decide. And I said, well, that's not a good enough answer. So she's like, let me do some more digging. I get what you're saying. You know, let me do some more digging. I said, because in essence, I'm taking my brother to court 
to say that he can't make these choices on his own. I don't want to do that to him unless he's getting something out of it, which yeah. he would if he had my benefits versus Medicare. Yeah. Um, so she did a little more digging, thank God, come to find out that the insurance company would have said no because oh. he's my sibling and guardianship doesn't matter when they're over 25 years old. Guardianship doesn't matter when they're over 25 years old. To get him on my medical insurance plan. To how? Wait, he's what? Not my child. He's not my child. He is I... not my spouse. He is but... not. So, so, so if he, like, let's, so if he was like 24 and you were doing this, it yes. would have been fine. But because yes. he's clearly over 25, like, that. Mm -hmm. It, and that's... disability doesn't matter. I don't. I like, and they even How? asked me him on your taxes, and I said yes because I do his. Uh, yeah, I take care of him. Of course I do. Um, nope, doesn't matter. I don't. Even though he's my dependent. That's such a weird. It's one of those things that like... they don't have enough people to make a change. You know, like my when my parents were alive georgie could go under my dad's benefits because he was their child and because right. of his disability it would continue to cover him because he was their child okay he's not my child he is not my stepchild he is not my spouse so therefore nope yeah I, that's what i'm like i'm really trying to wrap my brain around i just didn't know that in general is that because that applies across all i don't know states? i don't know if that's across the board or depending on the insurance company it, I don't oh, know. we don't actually know what level of like, right? Yeah. We just know the insurance for the school I work for. That insurance company said no. That's such because a he's not my child or a spouse, right? Yeah, yeah. Then even if you had, yeah, and even if you had the guardianship, it wouldn't affect mm -hmm. that because he's over twenty five. Mm -hmm. which is so i didn't i didn't pursue it i didn't continue right which i guess saves you all that time but that's just that's still like mm -hmm. geez yeah that that's no his medicare doesn't pay for his glasses or dental or you know like they don't do any yeah. of that stuff um you know even prescriptions things along those lines yeah. like where it would have been better you know, if he had both insurances, which is what I was hoping to do, yeah, you know, to get him better coverage um, than what Medicare offers, but I couldn't. Yeah, that's. It's crappy. It's really crappy that they don't look at the situation and say, "You basically, for in all essence, you do have a dependent." He yeah yeah that, that's why I'm like that's strange because it's like if you're. Because he is dependent. That that's why it's like there has to be some. Well, I don't know. That gets into. Yeah, I mean, we're and over, that's yeah. What, that's what my HR thought. The same thing, like what you're saying. That's what my school thought. Nope. Yeah, I don't. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're thorough. But like, obviously, that comes from a pain point of why you're thorough. But that's it's it's one of those. Yeah. I mean, I'd have been mad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, such, it's such an interesting thing, like. For the the amount of kind of like you know skill sets and personality traits that I mean like we're all born with like a certain set of those regardless but it's just interesting how certain attributes of those things develop more so just because of your sibling due to whatever I whatever age right like there's stuff that my sister did when she was like when she used to run 
Right. So there's just part of me that when I see kids run, I just like, I, I switch, right? Because it's, it's that right. part of my brain. But like, there's other people who like, you know, their siblings have more like medical stuff, right? So they, so they'll see like kids like struggling with other things and they and they'll turn and they'll switch. But yeah, it's just so fascinating how like, but even as like in your like clearly your adulthood, there's still stuff that like will come out just because you're trying yeah. to do something. Yeah, it's just it fascinates me. Like, and it's it's just so interesting how like that attribute in you is different than in me, but, like, we will still bond over the fact that it's stupid. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, but, you know, yeah. I I would, I would say, honestly, the only thing I miss is I just... I miss being able to be a sister. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the part that I miss being the fun one and let someone else be the heavy. Let someone else yeah, be. Yeah. Let someone else make the choices. Blow the call out. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I do miss that a, a lot. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, he and Asia have that, that Georgie still gets to have that. Yeah. That that's true. His life that does yeah. that. It just, you know, makes me sad. It's not me anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but it's quite a learning experience you know it's one of those that if I ever if I had you know one minute to talk to my mom again yeah (laughs) you know that I would be like I had no idea what a a good mother I had you know that she really you know did a lot and I didn't realize it yeah you know never realized it till like no, no, no. Granted, my brother's disability is is significantly worse now than it ever was when my parents were alive. Yeah, but it's still, you know, it's still a lot. Yeah, that... and I mean, and that's a different battle because you have four kids, right? Three of them are normal, then you have one that's like yeah. so. That's a. I mean, I'm sure her struggle was different in that capacity than like just having just you know Georgie right. with more issues, right? It's like a different thing, but it's yeah. I don't. Yeah it's it's kind of like it's gonna be the inevitable for a lot of us right mm-hmm. and for some people it's already their reality just depending on like kind of what what phase of life people are in but it, it's it, that's just i guess it's just part of the journey it's just kind of like what what phase of it are you in and then what kind of what are the ups and downs of that and then kind of like on some level, which is me just trying to have a silver lining, like you just have more stories, which some are good and some are <laughs> terrible. But it right because there's just there's just stuff that you you just can't make it up. Like half of what you told me, I did, I can't even I wouldn't even be able to write a fiction story with what you just told. Like I just this, it's crazy. The reality of things is, is insane. It's, there are times where it just you just sit there and scratch your head and you just go into. <laughs> different mode like yeah. that you never even knew you had like, yeah. you know, it's like driving a stick shift car like yeah. you're always in this mode and you're constantly switching out and just yep. trying to figure out what's going you know um there are some things that were not funny at the time while it was happening oh yeah I, I'm I'm sure it's it just you know? which is the that's I will say like that is one of the nice things about like when you have other siblings in your life, whether they're like, you know, through through this podcast or in real life or video, whatever, like the amount of stuff that you can actually laugh about that is actually funny for us. Right. It's it's 
Like, I feel like there's a whole different level of, like, humor, like, what is it, like, endorphins that release when we laugh about uh-huh. stuff that's, it's, like, it's not funny, you but it really is. Yeah, you it's just damage control mode, and yeah. it's like, and exactly. that's, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one more, because it was, it was not funny at the time, but okay. it is funny now. Okay. So, because of, like, the newest tumor that my brother has okay. in where it is, like, in the neck at the base of his brain, um, it sits on the area that controls him being able to control going to the bathroom, number one or two, okay? Oh, just, just I'm, like, bracing that. myself. I feel so bad for you, but I, I'm, bra- yeah, go on. Well, go let's on. preface this with that. So, yeah. <laughs> one time... He and Asia were out and they were going to Walmart. All right. Okay. And we try very hard. Asia does. I do. Boyfriend does that. Anytime that we're going to leave the house or somewhere, a restaurant, yes. anywhere yes. that we try to make Georgie go to the bathroom. Yes, try. That. Try. Yes. At okay. least go s- sit down. Go sit, like go try. Yes. 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 So, and I have no doubt that Asia did that before they left to go to Walmart. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. Right. Right. But as Georgie likes to say, and many little kids will do it too. I didn't have to go then. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the eight-year-old version of me. Yep. Yep. No. I, yeah. It's his favorite phrase. I didn't have to go then. So they go to Walmart. <laughs> oh, no. And okay. um, apparently they, you know how like you walk into Walmart and the yes. bathroom is like on the other side. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to walk across, like, the whole... Like, the entire store. Yes. Like, all, like, as far as you can get it in the corner, that's yes. where the bathroom is in Walmart. So they had just walked in, like, got a cart, and Georgie does his, uh-oh. Oh, no! And he's just like, what's up, dude? And he's like, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, I gotta go now. And... and okay okay so she starts like rushing him over and yeah like, like to, to through the store yeah. and he's like it uh-oh it's not number one. Oh no so she rushes him to the bathroom gets him in there he is already gone like in his pants like he couldn't hold it and it's 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 there gets him in the bathroom and lets him be, you know, alone for a couple minutes to like finish going and whatever. And I guess he's taken a long time in there. And, you know, she doesn't let him lock the door. And you should never let him lock the door because you might need to get in there. Okay. So she doesn't let him lock the door. She knows this. She learned that the hard way too. Okay. <laughs> and so she pops her head in and he is covered. Walls, the toilet, oh. everything. And she's just sitting there like, oh, my God. So she calls me. Right. Cause... And thank God it was like a Saturday that I was home. And, you know, so she calls me and we have a good relationship. So she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like nothing. Why? Knitting on the couch or napping or something. And oh, yeah. she, she's like, oh, that's good. Um can you bring an entire change of clothes to Walmart for Georgie and maybe a new pair of shoes and some, a couple bags? Why? What's wrong? What's going on? Uh-huh. So she tells me, she tells me everything and I'm like, Oh, shit. well, pardon the pun, but yeah. yeah. So 
um, I go and thank God it's only like five minutes away. So I go and I realize as I'm starting to make my way to the back of the store that I can see the exact trail they took. Oh, no. <laughs> oh the, I mean, and, and yeah, I, I'm conflicted because I'm like, a, it's funny, but like, I'm, I, oh, it was not at the time. I, but I know. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, my, my insides. See? She grabs while while she's waiting for me. She she must have like gone over to where the towels are and just took a couple. <laughs> she just took a couple to deal with the situation. That is resourceful on her part, though. But she is very, and that's one of the reasons I love her. She is yeah, very she's good. Like I don't I know very few regular people who wouldn't even do that for yeah. a regular kid. Like that's she is resourceful and creative. So anyway, <laughs> I I poke my head in the door, and I'm like. Oh my God. Like, I, I just couldn't even believe what I was seeing. And she hands me a couple of the towels that she grabbed. And I was like, she, she goes, what do you want me to do? What do you, what do you need from me? Cause I don't even know where to start with that. And I go, I, I don't either. I don't either. And I said, but honestly, I said, Asia, I love you, but they don't pay you enough for this. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they were in the middle of getting they were getting ready to get stuff for him for the week because they used to do like little lunchtime food shopping where they would pick out his drinks and pick out like whatever cans that he could open independently and like stuff like that so i was like why don't you go get all that and take it home and give yourself the rest of the day off like don't even clock out till your time like you you earned your you earned your wings today girlfriend and you know let her do what she wants to do and um I go in. I didn't even know where to start. I didn't even know because it's different. I think if you would have had kids and you see a baby do that and they have it everywhere because they're only like yay big. Yeah. We're talking about like a five foot four, five, five foot five grown man. Yeah. So I go in and I lock the door behind me because I do not want anyone else walking in on this. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I strip him down. I mean, he was not happy because that means I had to see him naked and he was not happy. Wipe him down, put on the new clothes, give him different shoes, put all the dirty stuff like in bags, double tie it, you know, the whole thing. And I bring him out and I went over because this is like where the customer service is. And I'm like, "Um, I don't know how to say this, but I'm really sorry. Really, really sorry. Oh, man. I, and I oh, that would be so terrible. Scuffle so out the door with him and take him home, put him in the shower, put on different clean clothes after that, you know. Yeah, and then like, everything was fine, you know. He was not a happy person. He did not want to go back to Walmart for like a couple months after oh, that. Oh, right. I I would I would be afraid to go to any Walmart for that matter like Oh, man. Um, you know, but that's just one of those you have to think on your feet. You you just have to kind of figure it out. You're in damage control and learn to laugh about it later because I think at the time I just wanted to cry. Like I didn't even oh, know. Oh no, I mean and that's a part of I think yeah, that's a part of the brain in the sibling where you just you just you you'll you just make do. You survive like you can get through it. But yeah, I just Oh, that sounds like yeah, it it sounds so terrible. I mean it's funny now, like post, <laughs> post, like way post, but like that. Oh man, that is that is brutal. It was brutal. That is brutal. Yeah. You know, but 
he's my big brother and I love him. So, you know, I just, I... you know, whatever he needs, oh, man. you know, we'll do. And, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I don't lose my patience with him sometimes. Like yeah. he's your sibling. You tend to not hold the filter with the siblings. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, I'm very thankful that my boyfriend has the patience of a saint where he'll remind me, you know, he always tells me today is the best day. That's like oh, my new day. Yeah. Go with what you've got. That's and amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good mantra to keep in mind to, you know, kind of refresh the patience, if you will. Yeah. It kind of like resets. Yeah. Your, everything. It resets like your expectations. It resets like your mood. Like it's, it's a good, yeah. Yeah. Well, and a while back, like I was getting frustrated with my brother for something. I, it could have been like not speaking up or doing something that I thought he could do. Yeah. And I was getting very frustrated with him because he wasn't doing it. And um, I go and I tell, you know, my boyfriend about it. And um, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, he's just not doing it. And, you know, Clark is like, you have to stop with the expectation that he was the person he used to be. The person that you used to run the boardwalk with and go to the oh, beach man. and go to the water parks and stay in Disney World all day and all night, like literally from open to close. And Georgie used to run those parks with the, you know, yeah. energy jackrabbit. Um, he goes, you have to learn to stop expecting him to be that person and accept the person he is now. Yeah. And that was a hard thing to hear. That is, yeah, I don't. It was I mean, hard. hard for me now. I mean, just with other with other things and people and my like, there's there's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I man. cried. I mean. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I remember. Like, yeah. Because there was a little bit of guilt. There was a lot of guilt. Um, a lot of letting that person go. Yeah. You know, and accepting who he is today and oh. who will be tomorrow and. You know, sometimes that's easier to accept than others, you know, because, you know, as as Clark reminded me, when he sees him, he doesn't see the same memories that I do. Yeah. It's a you different know, he, relationship, different time, different right. person. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. yeah. I see the person who helped me carry the Barbie dream house, who exactly. would still beat me all yeah. day. And the homework and like everything. Use certain rides and, and you yeah. know, like that's what I see. And sometimes I need to be reminded that he's not that person anymore. Yeah, that's, oh, it's so hard because it's like you want to hold on to that so much because that's like when it was like, yeah. when it was good and it was like, you kind of like yeah. everyone knew like their place, not their place, but like just like mm -hmm. in the household where everyone's yeah. like, yeah, it's just. Speaking of their place, like not many people would have gotten away with telling me that. I, I, oh, I right. see some people trying to tell me that not that anyone ever did, but, no, but I only see oh, like happiness yeah. and people like, what do you know? How do you know? You're not in this with me. You're not in the trenches yeah. with me every day. How the hell would you know? Yeah. And there's not many people that I would have taken it from so unbiasedly. Yes. Is that yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I know exactly what you're trying to say. I don't know if those, I, yeah, I don't know if those are the word, word but I know exactly what you're talking about though. Yeah. It's Where very, you kind yeah. of feel like you don't, you know, it's very easy to tell someone that they don't understand. 
Oh, 100%. <laughs> and, you know, where he does and, or at least understands, like, from his point, from where well, he and her are on. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's such a hard, like, it's so easy to do, like, double standards, right? For, I, I view, as siblings, right? Because it's, it's this whole thing. Well, we'll take the laughing thing as an example, right? Because it's like, we can laugh at this instance, but, like, our friends can't. Because it would be mean, right? right? But, yeah. like... But it's such a hard, it's such a hard place because it's like, but then you're really good friends who know you and your sibling. They're like, okay, they're allowed, right? Like it's, it's just like, there's yes. so many barricades and walls, but it's like, yes. but that's, Absolutely. It, that's the complicated part of it, right? Because, and then it's like, who, and then, and then there's these like multiple rings of people, right? Like I think everyone has like certain like rings of like, oh, like we're kind of close. We're very close, blah, 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 right? Yeah. As a sibling, it's like. Who who's in that like real inner circle that really knows like you the your sibling how you feel about right and there's there's a whole different level of like how they interact with them how they interact with you how well do they know you like there yeah it's such a like it's so confusing and like, it's really complicated it's, and I yeah. think that's why it is important for us siblings to have that support network you know yeah. I <clears throat> and even if those people are like not in like physically close proximity like that's fine like go find friends who you need to like long distance call or something right it's, well now it's easy because you just need internet and wi-fi yeah. and like you're fine but like it's so it's such an important thing to just mm-hmm. connect with someone even if they're not physically in your space like that's right. fine like go find them because it's it helps well, and I worry, so much i worry about like younger siblings yeah that are growing are currently growing up with it that they're not sure like where they fall or have a good understanding or maybe mom or how to talk to them about it yeah um, to explain it and i feel like that's something you know other than the internet that they can search and look up ideas i really think that the ideas should come from people like me and you and and other people that have been on this that are adults that have lived it and are living it yeah where they can you know hindsight being 2020 oh yeah always place you know yeah and i mean and that's why it's great now yeah and i definitely like when you're an adult it's much easier just to go find people and go connect but yeah as a as a younger person and i mean that it's it's so hard and it's so different now like when you grew up versus when i grew up even and everything in between and what the nice thing is like there's there's been people who have been on who run sib shops right they themselves like they run workshops where they can talk to sibs and everything and it's such Mm. it's which is great. And I mean, like, obviously, like, there's it, it. There's a fine balance between, like, you know, do you have time? Where do you live? Do they have, there's all these things. But it's, it, it is such a point to be able for all, like, for, like, some type of mentorship between older and younger, which, you know, at some point I'm hoping that, like, now that there's more conversations about, like, mental health and about more, you know, seeing therapists and about like talking about certain issues as a general statement like i'm hoping that that will help foster the fact that like you know people reach out on both sides which is obviously an ideal situation but like it's starting to talk about the needs of of us is such a big there's so much to it that all we can do is start talking about it with as many people as we can yeah Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that's why, like, 
as a teacher, I always get into the transition part in helping yeah. them <clears throat> to live as independently as possible after high school, because yeah. that wasn't a big push when my brother was in high school. Yeah. You know, it was either you're going into a workshop or you're going to be institutionalized or your family's taking care of you. Those were your choices. Yeah. And I feel like it's super important to try to push the independence as much as possible, as much as an individual can handle, because it is really good for them and it's good for the family as a whole, you know, yeah. in keeping the family together or there isn't, you know, certain rifts, you know, if you will, you know, in helping with that. So it's super important to keep the siblings as, as much of a united front as possible because, yeah mom and dad are gone that's all you have that's it yeah. and that's you know scary but it's super important to have to keep them close yeah for sure and mm -hmm. i guess since we're talking about encouraging things do you have any other additional i mean you've given advice here and there but do you, <laughs> to end us do you have anything that you would like to add to your encouragement um to other siblings yeah. um i guess you're not alone you know, sometimes we may not talk about it to the general public, but there are other people out there, you know, reach out and, you know, hopefully this podcast can help to even give like a type of therapy by just hearing that other people are going through the same thing. As, there's Georgie. Oh, going there through the same thing as you. Yeah. There's right Georgie. On cue. He's, he's telling me he has to get something. I may have to get something. In other words, he wants me to come up there. Oh, Okay. <laughs> AKA, yeah. Yeah, okay, you've been gone long enough. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and if any parent is listening to it, you know, I, I would say set up plans. Yeah. Set up plans. Even if your child is like me and was like, I will do it, I will do it. Set up plans. Don't don't let your child do it. Let them have some independence. Let your child be in charge of it, you know, to see, yeah. you know, that they're safe and being well taken care of. I don't mean that. I mean, let them go into a safe place to live independently and not put that on your child. Not, I'm not faulting my parents for putting it on me. I begged for it. I wanted it. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what I was begging for and I wouldn't change it now because it's good for him you know, in where he is now. But I would say, you know, way back when it would have been really good for him. He would have been really happy to be independent. Yeah. You know, so I guess that that's it as far as advice goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we covered a lot, a whole plethora of topics, lots of laughing, <laughs> lots of heartbreak, lots of, lots of good times, which is why, which is why we just, we just talk and people can just, you know, they get the benefit of hearing your perspective just as a, as another fellow sibling. So thank yes. you for being on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Special Needs Sibling Podcast. If you're new here, please subscribe, rate, and review the show to help more siblings and friends find us. You can also support the podcast by donating on Ko-fi. That's K-O-F-I. You can check out the link in the description for more info.
If you're a special needs sibling, I hope you feel encouraged and validated in your journey. If you're not a sibling, but know someone who is, I hope you learned a little bit more about what their life is like. That's all for now. And until next time, this is the Special Needs Sibling Podcast.